What's up guys, this is Malka Asad and welcome to the Residency Match Podcast. In this episode, I will be discussing with Dr. Firaz Bahte his Step 3 experience and how he got 267 on this exam. Welcome Firaz to the channel. Hi Malka, it's, uh, thanks for having me again. For those who doesn't know, I'm an internal medicine resident at Baylor College of Medicine and I'm uh, excited to share my experience for the USMLE Step 3. Awesome. I would like to start by asking you about the structure of the exam. Can you tell us a little bit about how many days is it? How many questions? What type of questions is it? Sure. So USMLE Step 3 is the different one among those that it has the two-day exam. It tests both your basic and clinical skills. So it's a combined exam, has some portions of Step 1, other of Step 2. So it's a mixed picture. Along with other you know, question types that would test if you're be able to function independently in the clinical world, as well as some biostatistics. Uh, Structure-wise, it's a two-day exam. First day, fo- focus more on the basic sciences, along with biostatistics, some those like abstracts, pharmaceutical ads questions that you're going to encounter more. It's first day is six blocks, uh, around 38 to 40 questions per block, and you have 60 minutes for each block. Day two is more the clinical knowledge along with the clinical case simulations toward the end. So you have uh, around uh, seven blocks or six blocks, I think. uh, And then each they have 30 questions, uh, 45 minutes each. And uh, you have later on after you finish these six blocks of questions, you have 13 cases uh, with like 10 to 20 minutes each, depending how long the case is. And uh, it's a bit longer day compared to the first one. Uh, and then, you know, scheduling them, uh, some people do them like two days in a row, others like to have a break in between both days, but usually you have like a limit of 14 days between the first and the second day. Uh, and then each one like based on their schedule, how they like to schedule those days apart, it differs. Awesome. I'm, I'm the type of person who'd like to finish them quickly, two in a row. So did you do them... Uh far apart or uh, directly after each other? Actually, I had one day off between of them, just in case I was a bit tired on the first day. So I'd be like, have some day to have some break and then, you know, took it uh, third day technically. I think this is a better strategy to take some break between the two days. Uh, I know that the step three has certain eligibility criteria different than the step one and step two. Can you tell us a little bit about that? So as an IMG, you should be ECFMG certified. So that means you're likely gonna need the step one, step two, the CS passed on all of them. So you can get your ECFMG certificate and later on apply for the step three. Uh, And then nowadays, I think with the CS uh, scheduling issues with the COVID pandemic, I think there have been some flexibility with that, the CS part. Uh, And uh, usually most people should be already, you know, done with their you know, preparing for step one, step two. So they should have some knowledge base with the uh, whole USMLE system, the question types and everything else. So what about US medical graduates? Do they have the same criteria or they're different one? Uh, I believe they need to be medical graduates uh, to be able to take the exam. So it's going to be the same way as equal to being ECFMG certified for IMGs. So both you have to be medical graduate, step one, CK and CS. Uh, for for IMG, they have to be ACFMG certified, and for US graduate, they just need to be medical graduates. Exactly. And as you mentioned, I think uh, I've read that on the, on the website recently that because of the cancellation of the CS exam, uh, you can do your step three 
temporarily now without the CS. Correct. So uh, there have been some, you know, changes with everything. I'm not sure about the scheduling as well. I've heard some colleagues that they have been having issues with scheduling the exam with the Prometric centers based on their availability and based on the restrictions with the COVID pandemic. So those are daily changes that, you, you know, people who want to, who are very close to scheduling their exam should, you know, follow up the, any updates or news that shows up. And I know some people do the step three during the residency, some people opt to do it beforehand. Uh, what was, did you do it before or after, after you started your residency? So I took my step three before residency while I was doing my research. So uh, actually I took it in uh, May. So right like two months before starting residency. And I believe it did help, uh, you know, having some refreshing clinical knowledge going into residency for IMG, especially if you have a, a, some gap between your step two and step three. So for me, it was around a year, a uh, year and a half. So uh, that, that would be a good refresher, especially, you know, um, if you, you are interested in a fellowship that you know you need to do some research during your residency, uh, that's less time to spend uh, on USMLE step three while you be doing being more productive with the research. So yeah, that's a bonus if you're able to get it done before. Uh, on the other hand, you some people argue that you have more clinical knowledge and skills if you are already in residency, especially with the clinical case simulation part. But I believe it's you know it's uh, it's all about practice, so uh, it's not a, a mandatory thing. And you're a great example that you did it before residency and you got this amazing score on this exam. Oh, thanks a lot. Okay. I, I might have been lucky, but yeah, thanks for that. I want to point out that uh, certain applicants choose to do the step three uh, before residency because it makes a difference between the J-1 visa and the H-1 visa. So just make sure when you match into a certain program, when they require you to have your step three result, so you can be eligible for the H-1, H-1 visa. Yeah, that's a great point to add on. So now I want to move on to the type of questions you encounter in, in your step three exam. Is it similar to the multiple questions you see in your uh, step one and step two? And I think you mentioned something about the CCS questions. Can you also tell us a little bit about that? Sure. So, you know, if you're going to take days apart, so first day is uh, focuses on, you know, combined basic science, biostatistics, and then also some, you know, clinical related questions. It would, you know, assess your how, how, how you know, fresh you are with your, you know, pharmacology knowledge, uh, also with medical ethics. Uh, and then along with that, they'll test your biostatistics, you know, overall uh, uh, knowledge by reviewing some, uh, either, you know, those abstracts, research abstracts, pharmaceutical ads, and ask you some questions about it. And then, um, those questions are similar to the prior, you know, either step one, a bit of step two as well, since we have more of those biostatistics in step two. For the second day, it's more related to step two, where you have more, uh, you know, clinical knowledge questions, uh, but you, the level is a bit different in terms of it's not gonna just ask you about, you know, straightforward clinical knowledge. It's gonna test whether you're, you can be independently able to take a, you know, a good decision in terms of, you know, follow-ups in terms of, you know, clinical settings where the patient should be at, inpatient, outpatient. So it has that component uh, along with some epidemiology type questions. So regarding the CCS questions, there are 13 cases toward the end of the second day. Uh, 
those can be, you know, the overall type similar to the actual CS, where you have a patient, you have to review the history, figure out what to exam, uh, which part, and then also what you need to order uh, for that patient with a bit more, you know, uh, chronological follow-up about what happened to the questions, to the orders you place. Um, and then there are different settings. You might have a patient in the ED, you might have a patient in the clinic or already admitted, and you have to go over the scenario of, of ways on the complaint of, and what shows up on the labs and the orders you place and then go on. And this is a, you know, this is a unique uh, area for the step three that's we have not had any practice with before with the other USMLEs. Awesome. So that brings me to my next question, which is the resources. I know there are different resources to prepare for any exam, but what resources did you use when you were preparing for your step three? You world, you know, uh, it's, I think it's a Bible for step three. Um, you know, try to do more questions as you as you can. You know, at I would say at least finish finish the whole bank. You know, and uh, if you have to repeat certain sections that you maybe under you underperformed, uh, that would be great. And then practice the CCS part of the UL. You know, you have to do those cases a lot and be very familiar with the software. You know, play around with it. Try to you know uh, do the cases again and again to see you know if there's any shorter way to finish a case, a better way to be familiar with the with the software itself. Beside the UL, you know, uh, other resource is the Master the Board Step Three. Uh, I did you know buy that book and uh, review a few sections, so those that I underperformed on for in the bank, but I did not finish the whole book. I would not recommend it like as a must read for step three, unless you believe, you know, you have some gap in many areas or you did not do, you know, great on the step two overall and you need to refresh, then it might be a good resource. Though I would still recommend doing more you all, you know, more questions, reviewing those tables, those chart, ch charts, and then, you know, the explanations of the answers, those would be more rewarding. Many applicants use UWorld uh, as a question bank, so they solve the questions and they look what the correct answer is and they move on. Do you usually review the explanation? I know they have uh, explanation of why the wrong answers are wrong. What what is how do you study UWorld? You know, as you mentioned now, so a, a bank is not mainly for you to get questions right or wrong. It's a study material, so you need to read the whole explanation. Why is that answer wrong? When could it be right? Uh, especially that you're not using any other, as I mentioned, you're not gonna use the master of the board mainly as, as your resource. It's not like first step one where you have the first aid you can go back to and then make everything based on it. It's the U world here. So you have to you know, really study those answers. It's your, it's your actual clinical knowledge through reading those answers. And uh, especially if you got, either you got it right or wrong, but especially if you did you know, wrong on, on the questions. So you need to read the whole explanation really well. They have very valuable, I like their tables and charts, you know, you can uh, read those and they, they can be, you know, a very good, uh, you know, overall summary or, you know, revise a, some uh, pr medical presentation or either some, you know, uh, clinical, uh, you know, uh, scenarios or, you know, some diseases that look very alike and they have very minor differences. Uh, so uh, study the whole, uh, you know, bank, um, you know, in good detail. Yeah, so you agree that it's not an assessment tool, it's more of a study material that you have 
to study and review and review. Yep, that's correct. And how many times do you think is appropriate for reviewing? And when you were reviewing, would, were you reviewing all the questions, all the explanations, certain ones that you highlighted? highlighted? How was your review strategy? So, you know, I finished the whole bank. So uh, in that first, you know, uh, round, I did the whole, you know, questions and I, answer, I reviewed all the answers in good detail. Maybe, you know, afterward, I just repeated the incorrect questions or those that I uh, marked. Uh, since they had either a, you know, a valuable point or, you know, that I want to uh, review. And uh, that second time, maybe you just focus on a few things here and there. But you should have a one good read of the whole UL. Awesome. And then about the CCS cases, are they similar to the exam ones, the similar platform? Are they interactive in UL? And uh, can you repeat them or you just do them once, once and that's it? So they are very similar, you know, maybe there are very minor software differences, but then they are not gonna be remarkable differences. Um, and then you can repeat the cases as much as you, you want. At the end of the case where you have, you know, the explanation and what's going on and the right orders you need to place and everything uh, highlighted and explained. Uh, so that's another thing you need to review. And as I mentioned, the cases might be the part that you should do them twice because you know, just to be familiar with the software. And then maybe the first time, just trying to go over the case, like try to, maybe you're not gonna perform well, but at least, you know, you learn. And then the second round might be the one where, where you know, take each case seriously and, uh, you know, try to get it in the shortest time, the best tests, and then, you know, uh, be efficient while you go through the case. And does it take you through a different route if you chose a wrong versus right answer or it's the same uh, next steps no matter what you choose? So, you know, if you choose wrong orders, you know, it's going to give you the answers for, you know, the results for those tests or labs, whatever you did, but it's not going to, you know, try to fool you or like push you to going in the wrong direction. It's going to somehow, you know, after, you know, based on some tests you have, you can always, you know, go back to the right track. Or if they, you know, things are not heading the right way, you'll see the patient doesn't, is not doing well, or you know, vitals are changing, then you have to you know, step back. What am I missing? Is it something else? As you do maybe in the real world nowadays, uh, where you have to you know, refresh and then retry to reorganize your thoughts and uh, go again and try to get a, be a better sense of what's going on. And for those who are planning to prepare for step three, how much time they should expect uh, the CS pre CCS preparation to take out of the uh, overall preparation? Is it like 10%, 50%, 70%? So actually, I believe it takes around like 30%, maybe a bit more to 40%. And the reason is that you always have a doubt whether I'm going to do well. I know I'm not, are you familiar with this? We are not. So that might be the reason where we over, you know, prepare for that part. Uh, compared to the questions part where, you know, you already been through step one, step two, you're more familiar with those. Uh, but, uh, and, and, and it, it worked it, you know, uh, just to make sure I'm not, I'm not very sure, you know, does it worth it all that preparation, but yeah, it should, I, I did like maybe 30% of the preparation for focus on those CCS uh, cases. And you mentioned master the board as another resource that you tried, but you did not focus on much. I know there are, various resources. And we, I would just want to point out that we don't have any ties to any of these resources. We're just sharing your experience. Uh, what did you think about using your previous resources that you use? For example, 
notes that you took from you all when you were preparing for step two, your first aid for step one. Did you use any of your prior materials? So I'm not very good with keeping notes, but uh, uh, they might have, might have reviewed, you know, some, you know, the biostatistics and medical ethics, and then, you know, a part of first aid for those like, you know, biases for some equations, but uh, nothing deeply uh, in terms of, you know, reviewing uh, notes because I don't keep notes. So you focused mainly on the UWorld and you reviewed it until you felt that you're confident with the information there. Exactly, you can have flashcards, uh, you know, made in the UWorld for, especially for some parts that, uh, you know, uh, you wanna review later on. You can, you know, create flashcards from tables, from actual paragraphs, those can be your review material uh, toward the end. I was a bit generous toward the beginning and maybe had like, you know, a couple hundred of flashcards. And later on, after reviewing them, I maybe cut them down to maybe 50 to 100 for the last few days before the exam. That was the main, uh, you know, way to review uh, the step three. I didn't take any notes or write anything down. Awesome. And are there any assessment tools like the MBMEs we used to have in step one, step two, four, step three? Sure. So there are there are two, uh, you know, self-assessment, uh, um, you know, questions uh, uh, you can do with the UOL, uh, and then uh, but does not include the CCS uh, part. So it's, it's going to be mainly questions. And as all, as before, you know, with other step one and step two, those are a good way to assess your overall performance and uh, you know, see how you're doing with your preparation. So the two main uh, assessment tools are the UWorld uh, self-assessment one and two, but they don't have assessment for the CCS. Correct. So that brings us to the end of our episode today. Firas, do you have any final thoughts on how to ace the exam, how to perform well on the CCS case, especially that these are the new part uh, compared to the step one and step two? Sure. So, you know, overall tips, first of all, you know, try to take it before residency if you can. That would save you a lot of hustle going into residency, which you, you will benefit from. And then for the actual exam, you know, as overall with other USMLEs, uh, you know, prepare with more questions and, you know, focus on whatever, which, which area you're weak in that you might need to invest more time. And then for the CCS part, practice the software, you know, play around with it see it, it, you know how to be efficient with you know abbreviations with the orders uh, using your time in the best there are some youtube videos you can watch seeing people how they are going through the cases you know there are some tricks to save time for example like if you're ordering some labs that are going to take 10 15 minutes and then you can you did not do a full physical exam you can do those missing physical exam systems while you're waiting for those tests because you can anyway wait for 15 minutes uh, but overall, you know, you know, just practice and you kind of gain it uh, slowly uh, on and then, uh, you know, focus on your world. Uh, these are the main advices, you know, for the actual exam day. Second day is long, so be prepared for that. It might be more a bit mentally exhausting. Uh, I'm, I usually have very good stamina with USMLE, so I'm always, you know, I never feel exhausted on my uh, exam days. You know, step the second day, I bit feel like toward the end, you know, fit a bit, felt, felt a bit tired. So, you know, but that's okay. That's, that, that does not mean you're going to underperform or you're not doing well. Uh, it's a bit long day. So, you know, try to rest uh, well and then, uh, and then get done with it. I'm sure, you know, everyone, everyone does well usually on the step three. So don't worry about it too much, but then have a fair preparation. Thank you so much for us. That was extremely helpful. I'm sure that so many applicants will uh, make use of this information to 
get great scores on step three exam. Thanks a lot, Melke. I hope so. I hope so. I'm always happy to share ex my experience and I, uh, I hope everyone does well. And then uh, thanks for having me again, Melke. For our listeners, if you have any questions regarding this episode, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter at Melke Asad or my Facebook page, Melke Asad MD. Thank you everyone so much for listening and I'll speak to you on the next episode of the Residency Match Podcast. Peace.